You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. I don't know, sir. You got to make sure you have some clean skivvies when you get home. Oh wow. That was like when it was happening. I was like, thank you, thank you for the show content for tomorrow already. I really, <laughs> I really, really appreciate this. <laughs> so that is, he actually said that to you. Oh, he did. He sure did. Like I wasn't even what, in the door of my apartment complex bit, yet. Are, are skivvies being nude, or is that your underwear? Skivvies are underwear. Skivvies are underwear. I'm pretty sure they're underwear. Okay. I've, whenever I've, I've heard skivvies, I always assume underwear. Yeah. Well, better make sure you have some clean skivvies. Oh wow. Uh, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Dibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We have a fantastic lineup show here for you today, and of course, you can always tune in live via FunEmploymentRadio.com. You can subscribe for six. Ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Yes. And then you get to listen live to us and all the other fine programming on this network. Um, and we'll we'll get back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show here. Uh, however, before we go f- very far, we have an announcement. We sure do. We sure do, Greg. Yes, indeed. I'm very excited about this announcement. Me as well. Mm-hmm. It's I almost well. exactly... It's four weeks from today, I believe. Um, yeah, well, basically. Mm. It's May 21st. So, ladies and gentlemen, we talked about it. Last week, when we announced that there is a, going to be another Fun Employment Radio comedy showcase. Yes, and what we like to do is highlight all of the different comedians here in town. So we've had two before. Yes. Where we've, uh, they've each featured four different comedians, mm-hmm. four different sets of people. Yes. Or two different sets of four people. Yeah. There you go. Okay. This is going to be a brand new lineup. Yes. And we have it all confirmed. Yes, indeed. And so it is time for us to announce it. So this is going to be May 21st at the Secret Society. You can buy your tickets now by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com. There's a link right there to uh, SecretSociety.net where you can purchase your tickets for only $7. Seven American dollars. Seriously, dude, that's really cheap. And we have our announcement. So, their announcement is we have the lineup confirmed. We do. So, appearing the four comedians at the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase, May 21st, will be a lady that you've heard here on the show, Bree Pruitt. Bree Pruitt, who is hilarious. Yes, indeed. Also, it's going to be featuring two comedians that we have yet to have on the show. Yet, so we're also going to be joined with Noriko Ott. Noriko Ott. Who is just as interesting looking as his name is. Mm-hmm. He is like, he's an awesome comedian. Also, the one Lion King himself, Mr. Tim Hammer. Tim Hammer has been on the show before. Tim Hammer has been on. Tim Hammer was on the show in your spare bedroom. Tim Hammer, um, for a long time, listeners of Fun Employment Radio, way back when we were still recording, when we just started the show, and we were recording from my spare bedroom at my house. We had Barry Sobel on the show. Oh, Tim Barry Hammer Sobel. was Barry Sobel's driver for that day, and his friend Tim Hammer was actually on the show uh, in my spare bedroom. That was the that was the last time he was on the show. It was way back then, like four years ago mm-hmm. or longer. Uh, so uh, Tim Hammer going to be one of the comedians, and the last one is somebody who has also been on Fun Employment Radio before, Curtis Cook, who we are super excited about. Curtis is uh, kind of newer to Portland, the Portland comedy scene, but he is making a huge impact, and he is personally for me, he's he, I really enjoy his act. I, he's one yeah. of my favorite comedians. He is absolutely hilarious, and they're all four different styles of comedy, and they're all going to be there for you guys May twenty first at the Secret Society. We want to see everybody there. So please go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the link right there at the top of the page, and pick up your tickets now. And uh, the more of you that do, the better. And uh, 
you will all get to see amazing comedy. We'll be hanging out. We'll be hanging out. We'll be hanging out afterward. Yeah, like, we're going to hang be, out. After yeah, we have the show. some. We have some fun things in store. So and we will be there May twenty first. May twenty first, and it's a Wednesday show, but uh, the show will start at eight. So it's earlier for those of you that you know need to get home uh, at a decent time for for work. You can take off after the comedy show, but Sarah and I will be hanging out, and we hope to see everybody there. And it's going to be so much fun. May twenty first, the Secret Society. Pick up your tickets now at Fun Employment Radio. Yes. Awesome. All so right. excited. So excited. Um, okay. Back to, uh, oh, actually, uh, speaking of which, one more tease coming up on the show in just a little bit. A veteran of the Fun Employment Radio Comedy Showcase. Yes. Todd Armstrong. Mr. Todd Armstrong is going to be joining us. Yeah, Todd Armstrong. I'm saving my show. world of crazy just for him. I want to see um, how he deals with that. I don't know if, because we've never had him sit in during World of Crazy. No, oh, that's true. Yeah. And yeah. I do have one pretty good story yeah. today. Todd's take on crazy. Oh. I don't know. I think that he'd probably have a good take on crazy. He's pretty he nuts will. like the rest of us. Yes, I, I believe so. I, I know so. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Todd Armstrong will be joining us here on the show in just a little bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so anyway, back to the skivvies. Yes. So yes. This, Please explain. All right. So yesterday on the show, if you listen to the show, you know that I was talking about how I woke up in the morning and it was basically raining in my bathroom. There was a pipe or something exploded. It was dripping down into the bathroom. And I, I walked in and there was like plops of water on my head and on my arms. I'm like, what the hell is this? Turns out that... Uh, but it turned out to be that there was a leak, not in the floor right above me, but it was in the floor above it. Yeah, which that's a lot of leaking so, to be able to leak through two floors. Yes, yeah, so this was a huge leak um, from like two floors up, and it basically made its way all the way to my apartment. So I don't even know what the one up, you know on top of what the apartment on top of me looks like because that one was yeah. obviously it clearly had to get all the way through that one. Okay, now did they they explain what caused the leak? No, they said all right. So when I talked to the guy, was um, it? Let me ask first. Let me just take one stab at it. Was it somebody who uh, was assassinated in the third floor? Apartment? Nobody was assassinated. Nobody they were was out of assassinated. they were out of town. That was kind of my first. So guess. this is what happened. Apparently, right. the um, the clean toilet exploded. Something happened. What? Yeah, like something happened with the toilet. Like the toilet tank or something broke. Like one of the pi- one of the things. Like one of the tubes came popped out. A toilet doesn't just explode. Well, when like it was pressurized, and one of the tubes of the toilet like popped out of the wall. Oh, this is a cover up. But okay, that's what okay. They said. Yeah, so all that's right. what they said, and so that was on that was two floors above me, in their restroom. So that went all the way from theirs to the people above me, and then it leaked so much into the people above me that it actually started leaking in my bathroom. Wow. Yeah. So that, that has is to be a lot. That's a lot of water. Yeah, it's a lot of water. I think. Okay. So anyway, so I I didn't know what to do. I was kind of nervous. So after the show yesterday, I called because I hadn't heard anything mm-hmm. from my landlord or from anybody from the office. And so I called. I'm like, hey, this is Sarah again. I just wanted to check and see, you know, is uh, my ceiling caved in? Like, what's right. what's happening there? And she's like, oh, no, uh, he's just he's working on it. Apparently, it started two floors up. And this is how I found all, all this. She's like, it started two floors up, but it it should be fine. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I'm like, OK, whatever. Um, yeah. So then got on my bike, went home. And as I'm getting home, I um, somebody's opening the door right when I'm getting ready to walk into my apartment complex. And I see this guy and he's like in, in his workman overalls, wearing a hat, glasses, you know, clearly working on something. Yeah, clearly and he has like worker. this. Yeah, he has like this tank thing that he's taking with like a hose attached to it look like maybe like a water sucky uppy thing. And <laughs> uh, so technical term That's there. a technical term that they use. Sure. And so I was like, oh, hey. I'm like, oh, I'm like, hey, I'm Sarah. I live in this apartment. Uh, I, I was wondering, have you know, were you able to fix the ceiling or what was going on? And he's like, oh, he's like, no, no, I haven't even gotten to yours yet. I've been working on the two flights up and, and then, you know, now I'm going on to the one above you and then I'm going to come into your house, into your apartment. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, well, I'm going to be there for a little bit, but I'll probably be coming in and out. So, um, you know, I'll just see you when you come into my apartment. And then he says to me, 
exactly this. He says, okay, well, I'm going to be sure that I knock so I don't catch you in your skivvies and get in trouble. (laughs) I'm going to knock so I don't catch you in your skivvies and get in trouble. And I was like, and let me just say for the this guy, that was... That was kind of an unnerving statement. Yes. To hear. Well, there's a couple of things with that. Number one, it implies that he has gotten in trouble before. I I was basically it was the again at the end of the yeah. sentence I think was kind of invisible. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to get in trouble again. <laughs> yes, cuz you don't just say that. You don't just say something like that without a previous experience. No. And I we had talked for about 20 seconds. Like probably like no like hi, you know like blah, blah, blah. I was just like, "Hey, I live in this apartment. Have you gotten to it yet?" blah blah blah. And so I was like, yep, I don't want to. I'll knock so I don't catch you in your skivvies and get in trouble. Keelan in the uh, live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live says, uh, sounds like trouble wasn't all he wanted to get into. <laughs> I have to, he was very, uh, let me just say, it was very creepy. He was a very nice man. He yeah. was nice. I don't think that he understood how creepy that sounded. But I mean, honestly, you guys, I, I know that a lot of men have commented on this and being like, oh, he's just a worker. That's what workers do. I'm a single woman that lives in an apartment. And this man who just said that he might, he's going to knock so he doesn't bust in on me in my skivvies has a key to my apartment. Yeah. Like, he is the maintenance worker that has a key to my apartment. And yeah, I'm a little, it, it caught me a little off guard. I don't want the guy who has access to my apartment that I live in by myself to talk about seeing me in my underwear in my apartment. Well, and, and that's what I mean. Regardless of intent, because I doubt he intended, you know, harm towards you, uh, you got to watch out what you say. Yeah. That's, that's probably going to, I can understand how that would be. And a I'm already bit a paranoid person as it is. You know, I don't like many people in my cave. <laughs> and like, it's just, it, and he's already coming in. Like, and when I walked Whoa. in. Oh, shut up. In my in my apartment. But, um, and so I told him he said this gives thing, and I was just kind of like, <laughs> okay, well, I'll see you. I'll see, I'll see you in there. And I was just like, fuck, I've got to get out of here. I'm like, I, but I, you know, but I wanted to make sure that he got in okay. And I kind of want to just monitor the situation when he got in. Mm-hmm. So I went into my apartment. Turns out he had already been in there. Because there were lights, there's this light switch, this particular light switch in my hallway that's behind like a bookshelf that I never use. That light was on. Oh. I'm like, okay, so he's already been in here. So he already put the camera in. <laughs> Shut up. No, he did not. <laughs> so uh, so the light's, light's on, then I look and a bunch of my stuff has moved out of the bathroom and the floor is wiped down. I'm like, all right, I guess, all right, this is this is cool. I guess he's getting it all cleaned up. Like he was wiping my floor and stuff. I'm like, all right, so. Um, he was cleaning your floor? For no, he, he had cleaned it. He had like wiped it off. and But I mean, it wasn't completely clean. But okay. all my stuff was out in the hallway. So about probably 10 minutes later, then I get a little at my door. And I'm like, oh, hi, come on in. He's like, oh, hey, I didn't catch you in your skivvies. I'm like, all right. <laughs> like disappointed? Yeah, no. Oh, I didn't think, catch you in your skivvies. I think he was oh. just like, maybe he was saying it for just to make it clear that, you know, that everyone knew that I wasn't in my underwear when he was entering my See, apartment. I think maybe this guy's accidentally done that before and got into a lot of trouble about it. So maybe he was, maybe, maybe he was just saying it like really loudly so everyone could hear mm-hmm. like what you're saying. Yeah, like, oh, she's not naked. I didn't open the door and she wasn't oh, someone's naked. Like, this is the second second thing that I've seen have you ever seen Broad City there's a scene exactly like that I've never seen that but I want to see that because somebody that else is. said uh, it's a new TV show I guess mm. where there's a scene in that that's the same thing well, I'm gonna have to watch that yeah so anyway so he comes in so knocks it and he like goes into my bathroom and you know like me I, I'm awkward and so I'm trying to like make conversation particularly if someone's in my happy place right I'm like you don't in like my apartment. anyone you don't like anyone in your apartment mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't usually, for the most part, no. Uh, so anyway, so he's in, so he's in my bathroom, and he was just making I'm like, okay, so are you like spackling the ceiling or whatever? He's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get that all taken care of. 
and uh, and then he started cleaning my floor. He started like wiping down my floor, and I'm like, oh, thank you, and like around the like bottom of the toilet and stuff, and just cleaning, and was like, oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And he's like, oh, no problem. I'm like, well, I hope you know they're paying you, they're paying you well to be cleaning my bathroom like that. He's like, yeah, they. He's like, I paid him pretty good, but uh, oh, what is? Here, wait, I wrote it down. I want to say it exactly how he said it. Okay. Because I don't want it to, because it was something that I don't want to mix up. Well, so you're standing there and you're all nervous. Now, had you cleaned your apartment? <gasps> I, I did my dishes. Okay. <laughs> and I cleaned my apartment. I like surface cleaned my apartment. All right. So yes, I said, so this is what I wrote. So uh, he, so I said, I, I thanked him for cleaning my apartment and or for cleaning the floor. And he said, oh, I just do basic cleaning for this. If I was going to be a personal slave for someone, I'd charge much more. Say that again. Oh, I just do basic cleaning for this. If I was going to be a personal slave for someone, I'd charge much more. As he's on his hands and knees in my... Now, how exactly did he say this to you? What was the tone? I need more context. He was just kind of jokey, but again, single woman living in an apartment by herself, I don't really need a lot of like personal slave and seeing me in my underwear jokes. Well, also, I'm just going to make one one quick note about that. Um... If he was going to be a slave, he probably wouldn't be paid. But that's just just, just semantics. I'm just trying to. Generally, that was how that how that kind of works. Um, but okay, we'll leave that one where it is. Uh, so yes, this, so this is so that's what he said, and I was like, oh, oh God, I've got to go. I'm gonna see. I'm, I'm gonna leave. And he was. I have to say, he was very nice. He did seem like that was his way of talking. Which yeah. is fine, but I mean, then he started like telling me about how well he knew the building and how he had lived there. Uh, like, I guess he apparently still has like a storage space in the building. Oh, so he started he started sharing too much. No, no, he was talking. and He's just like, oh yeah, I lived in this building for fifteen years. Let me tell you that I know everything about this building. And telling about how he knows all. The <laughs> I know where all outs. the cameras are. I mean, oh, I've said too much. Don't tell. Don't tell the boss, please. No, he he was talking. He's just like, oh yeah, I just I've lived here longer than any other tenant has, and I I know everything about this building and all the ins and outs and all the rooms and everything. I'm like, this is not making me more comfortable. <laughs> all right. He was describing how he knows every room, all the ins and outs and everything of, of okay. the building. Okay, well, and in all fairness, probably what he was doing, he was trying to just say, you know, he knows his job and he's, you know, this is his bragging totally. point. But that still sounds creepy. Mm. Regardless. Intent, regardless. Yeah, regardless of intent. I, I don't feel like I was overreacting if I meet a stranger and within 30 seconds he's talking about my underwear. Now, it is it is uh, being requested here in the live chat that we have him on the show. Would you like to have him on the show oh, and tell God, some stories? Oh, God, no. God, no. <laughs> no, he was very nice. But you know what? I do have to say, that man was fucking efficient. Yeah. He, he got everything cleaned up. He fixed everything. He speckled everything. He even bought me a brand new toilet seat. <laughs> because I had actually been worried about my toilet seat because I've dyed my hair so many times in my bathroom that the toilet seat is literally speckled in different colors of like reds and purples and blues and greens. Like I, it's because of all like the different hair dyes did, I've had. Did he say something creepy along the line? You know, when he, when he handed you the toilet seat, like here's something clean and new to put your bottom on. <laughs> no, something like that. No, he was actually really nice, and he's like, and I'm going to go ahead and take it. He's like, I already. Uh, he's already. I got one out. Uh, I'm already. I'm gonna go ahead and take care of this for you. Get your brand new toilet seat. And I was very happy. It was very nice of him. I was like, thank you for my brand new toilet seat. Now, was he spackling over where the camera was? Is there like a little pinhole? There are left no in the pinholes. Did you look? No, because probably my water, my walls are full of water, so there's no place to put 
a camera yeah, at this point. that's true. Mm-hmm. It probably is going to completely collapse <laughs> at some point. Uh, <laughs> wow. So that was... That was entertaining. Yeah. So needless to say, so uh, after he left, he did get everything in a, a nice state of repair. He really did clean my entire bathroom floor. Oh, that's that's kind of nice. It was very nice. Did I you feel like say. tipping him after that? <laughs> no. I, well, because I felt bad because I, I didn't really know what to say. And I didn't want to stand there while he was cleaning my bathroom and make conversations. I'm like, okay, well, I've got to step out. So I'm going to go and I uh, I might not see you when I get back. And he's like, all right, have a good day. Blah, blah, blah. If you ever have any problems, let me know. So it was, he was very good at his job. Yeah. Very good at his job. Just maybe needs to tone back so on the skivvies with, talk. With the social interaction. Yeah. Of the, of the client. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, if you're if you're a female living alone in a building and you know that somebody has a key to, to your apartment that can get in at any time, it's just I, I'm just it's a little bit of a different. Well, building. but I mean that's true. No matter what apartment building you live in, there is somebody with a key to your apartment. Mm-hmm. That's by definition, somebody has access to there. Yeah, he could be there right now, just doing a few more repairs. Oh God, he probably could be. Yeah. Holy shit, he probably could be. The thing is, you don't probably don't even know how many times has he gone in that you don't know about. Maybe he's gone in several different times just to fix things. I mean, they're supposed to give you warning they're going to do that. Yeah, they're illegally obligated to give you well, warning. Well, but he's got keys. Maybe he's just coming in to make sure everything, uh, the spackle. I did also go. hide my underwear in my own apartment. <laughs> I seriously hid my underwear under a pile of clothes. I'm sure he found that. No, he didn't. They were still there. Did you did you check because you said you were going to put a piece of hair on your like? No, uh, I had done that earlier because I thought dresser. that it was going to be done by the time I got home. That was mm-hmm. still there. Okay, because he hadn't you know he had hadn't the gone through to that go yet. through anything. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, and he's got the camera there. Why was he? Why would he need to go through? Stop it. it. <laughs> so yes, there's that. Oh, and speaking of hair dye, so I got halfway through a hair dye procedure, as you can see, because right now Greg can see my hair, and it's bright yellow right now because I'm attempting to go back to really bright blonde. Yeah. For Operation Hot Summer. Yeah, it's because kind of a yellow black like a Pittsburgh Steelers thing you got going. There. Uh, okay. Thank you. Well, no, I mean, it's darker on the bottom. And, oh, great. Now I'm getting this death, devil glare. You just said it was yellow. It's incomplete right now. So I have to go after, because I didn't have time, because after all of that was done, I had some other things to work on. So I only got to do half of my hair procedure. So today I need to go home and finish the rest of it. Okay. And I just found this awesome uh, old lady tip on the internet. Oh, God. Was this from uh, Wellness Mama? No, this is from. 973. Two or whatever it is that you go to. This is from Bella Capelli Hair. Because <laughs> I was trying to see how I could get my hair like really super white ash blonde. And I found this secret remedy online, which I've never heard of, which apparently there's an uh, there's an antibiotic that's called ginseng violet. Okay. Ginseng? No, uh, gentian. Oh, gentian violet. Okay. And apparently it's like an antibiotic, but it's purple tinted. And you can mix that with some water and put it in your hair, and then it makes your hair all, like, white and shiny. It's purple? Yeah, it's purple. Okay. And that's what old blue hair is, like cotton tops. I guess that's what they used to put in their hair. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Okay, wait, let me understand. Actually, I've got a couple of questions about this, about yes. hair dyeing. So gentian violet is an antiseptic dye used to treat <laughs> fungal infections of the skin. So it can also be used on minor cuts and scrapes to prevent infection. However, via the sleuthing on the internets, I have found... Another good, cheap way to get all the yellow out of my hair. And I, apparently you put this fungal antiseptic dye into your hair. Why do you want to look like an old lady? I don't want to look like an old lady. I just want to get the gold out of my hair. Okay. 
Okay, but le- okay, let me ask you this question. So why does why is it that uh, you know cotton tops, the old uh, the old ladies, why do they have the blue hair? Well, What's up with the blue hairs? Let me tell you. Because yeah, why the, does that happen? Because the cotton tops want to be silver haired. And when a cotton top becomes a cotton top, sometimes their sil- their hair is not a pleasant silver color. It's more of like a dull, you know, like ashy brownish gray. That's what color their natural hair is? Yeah, like if it starts to turn gray. Not everyone gets like this, you know, silverly, silvery white head of hair when they turn gray. Sometimes it's just, you know, very blah. But if you counteract that blahness with a, a sort of like purple violet rinse, then it actually makes your hair brighter and whiter. No, it makes it blue. No, it doesn't. It, if you leave it on too but long, it, does. it makes I've it blue. I've seen it. I've I've seen it. Especially, I remember, especially going to church as a kid. All the old ladies have blue hair. Do yeah, they the, not see that they have blue hair? Well, I think that they like it because that's a, it's a rinse that they do, which is what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be doing a rinse on my hair today. So you're going to look like a cotton top. I'm totally good. I'm going to leave it on too long so it turns a little light purple. Are you going to get a perm? Too. I've been thinking. I kind of want a perm. Oh my god, you yeah. really are. How close are you to getting a cat? You are. You came pretty not as close. close as you are. You came pretty close. No, I'm not getting a cat. There's already a cat at my house. That's my roommates. I don't own the cat. I hang out with the cat, but I don't own a cat. You came close a couple of months ago. I'm just saying, if I don't you're want getting into perms and you're turning into a blue haired at uh, in your mid 30s, you're already at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm saying uh, cat time's coming pretty soon. Cat time's not coming. I don't think maybe cat time is ever going to come for me. Maybe we can start a fun employment radio countdown as far as uh, we can Shut take your bets with listeners out. on when when uh, Sarah will will uh, get a cat. I'll come I'm up not, with some kind of a chart. It's never this. going to. You know, I uh, by allowing myself to get that close to getting a cat, I realize that I never want one. <laughs> That's a, that was the realization. Oh, no. I think you've gone too far. I no. think the next time you see a cute cat, you're going to be wanting one. No, I don't like them. I don't trust them. Yeah? Mm-mm. Hmm. Not one bit. Blue-haired So, anyway, Sarah. that's what I'm going to be doing this afternoon. That a lot is. less glamorous than what you're going to be doing. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I do have a. Uh, I, I have another audition, a callback, if you will. A call, so, it's not just an audition. It's a second audition. Second audition. Wow. Which I made it past, past the first round. Now, Greg, if you get this job, will it be seen... On television? Uh, yes, and I want to knock on wood because you know, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. So mm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make too big a deal about it until I get it. Uh, but yes, if I get it, it is a commercial, and you will see me on television. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Are you gonna be wearing a holiday sweater? Uh, no, no, no holiday sweaters. Not a holiday commercial. Okay. I'll say this: it's not a lottery commercial. It's not a lottery. It's commercial. not a lottery. Okay. No, no. I I I don't think I'm allowed to do any more lottery commercials because I did. Two of them and a poster. I don't think they're going to use. Are you yet. working with an acting animal again? Mm. Oh, there's a possibility. <gasps> Maybe yes. it's the same one. Maybe they'll keep pairing you up with uh, the same dog for different things. Tiger. Tiger. Tiger was the golden retriever <laughs> I acted with last time. No, but since Greg has his fancy audition today, Greg, of course, like any actor, needs to have his headshots. Yes. Yes. It. It bothers me. Okay, this is one thing that's going to be a 1% uh, complaint, but it's so frustrating having to bring like physical headshots with your resume stapled to the back. I wouldn't think that you'd still have to in this day and age. Some people have gone to taking them digitally so you can just bring like a, a flash drive and upload them on there. But a lot of places when you go to auditions still want a physical headshot. It's got to be eight by 10 
got to be eight by ten glossy, and it's got to have your name on it, and then you got to have have to have your resume on the back. Which, since resumes print out on eight and a half by eleven, you have to cut it down and then staple that it. That is there. such a pain in the it's ass. It's a pain in the ass. It sucks. But I ran out of them, so I had to go get some more uh, some more printed up. And um, luckily, I'm going to be getting you know while I'll be using my new uh, pictures that we got from D. Leonidas Photography, which yes. is going to be awesome. But in the meantime, I had to just grab one really quick because I didn't expect to have this today. And so Greg did, forgot to do this. Yes, this morning. And I so, did. so we uh, we had a meeting this morning, and after that, Greg's like, "All right, let's go down the street, and I need to print out my headshots." I'm like, "All right, I'll get some things for the studio." So there we went. Yes, but you got to witness something I was talking about. I got to witness it not once but twice. Yes. So this is something new that has apparently been happening to me. I don't know what what has changed with my appearance, with my demeanor, but. I am being taken advantage of by old ladies mm-hmm. and not in that kind of way in that they don't see like I'm, I'm just something for them to walk over like they just don't they give a don't shit like the cut of me. your jib no Mm-mm. no and they see me as like some kind of a pushover because I got cut in front of again by an old lady oh and I would say this is like a 65 plus lady 65 she years was old pretty plus. old and she knew what she was doing she knew it she looked back at me and gave me a look, so I'm waiting in line to uh, at, at the place we're going just to print out the the pictures. I have my flash drive, you know, waiting in line there. I'm next in line. There's a guy finishing up paying. This lady just walks right in, swoops right in in front of me, and it's very clear where the line was. It very obvious I was standing there. Walked right up, gave me a glance, just like a look, a little like. Uh, and no, she gave you like with, a dirty look without even saying anything. She's like, "Yeah, that's right, bitch." And yep. then that's kind of the look. Was it? Was that not the look that she? That gave was me? the look that she gave you. And she, and she essentially after called she me a was bitch. standing there, she was just kind of. She looked back a couple times, and she was just kind of glaring at me too. I'm like, "What are you doing? Yeah, why are you so angry? I don't know, but that's it. Old ladies are starting to get really pissed off at me and wanting to like cut in front of me in lines because it happened twice a couple of weeks ago in the same day when I got cut in front of by old ladies, and now again today. What is going on? Well, what today I saw you get me? cut in front of. I don't think it's just. I think it's your cut. Your cutting karma. That's what I think it is. I think yeah, it's all one. finally coming back to get you because then we were, we went to a place for lunch and a guy actually ran in front of Greg and totally just he like did. He stepped sprinted. right in front of him. He sprinted in yeah. front of me. That guy was having some kind of manic episode though. He was, was very there, odd. So that one I can kind of forgive. The old ladies, I don't get it. I don't get what it is. I mm. mean, it's being said, uh, yeah, that I have a punchy face, that people want to punch me. I mean, I did feel like that lady, if I had said anything, I wouldn't be surprised if she'd pulled out mace and like maced me. She looked like she issue. would have maced you. Yeah, she looked like she would have done that for she no reason She looked like she wanted to fill your face full of mace. See, and this is starting to make me nervous because legitimately, did I do anything wrong today? I was standing no. in line. I didn't... Sometimes you're, uh, you know, a little impatient or like back and forth, and today you were just fine. Yeah. You were just standing there. Yeah. I was doing what I was supposed to do. No, we were just getting ready. Like, it was almost comical in the timing. Like, the the uh, person just looked at us like, oh, can I help you? And she just goes, yep, and just stepped right in front. She's like, this is what I need to get. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. Yep. And then gave me the glance of, yeah, that's right, little bitch. You're going to take it. And then just went ahead and just, just did what she was doing. I don't know what to do. Okay, yeah. Uh, in the chat, it's being mentioned that uh, it's because you're too nice, Greg. You have to say something. But what am I going to say? It's, she's an old lady. I don't want to be the guy in the store yelling at an old lady for cutting in front of me because no matter what the situation and mm-hmm. she knows it I'm going to look like the bad oh, guy oh she knows it I will look like the bad guy no matter what so really I just don't know what else to do see you didn't say something because remember I told you last week an old man cut in front of me yeah and he was pretending I'm like oh excuse me sir the line starts behind me yeah yeah sometimes you just got to say that <sighs> 
Yeah, I, I guess, but I still don't feel comfortable doing it. I don't feel comfortable doing it. But I will uh, I will see what I can do. You'll try to stand up for yourself. Yeah, well, no. Uh, it intimidates me. I, I honestly am intimidated by them. I'm intimidated by the old ladies. No, they've lived a lot longer than you. They've they, seen a lot more than your eyes have seen. They have, and mm-hmm. they know they can get away with anything. It must be wonderful, in a way. In a way, it has to be amazing because they can get away with anything. It's kind of like pregnant No, they ladies. can't get away with anything. They can get away with anything when you're involved. <laughs> <laughs> if there were old ladies cutting me all the time, I'd be like, excuse me, ma'am. Well, actually, if they were little old ladies. Yeah, what are you going to do about no, it? Well, maybe I would, depending on their temperament. You're going to pick on a little old lady? No, I wouldn't pick on her, but if she's clear, if she's being a bitch to me, it doesn't matter the age. I'd be like, hey, I've been waiting here for a few minutes. The line is behind me. Oh, you would say Excuse me, ma'am. I, I, yeah. I couldn't do it. No, but I always do I the, you always have it. to add the ma'am or sir. Like, excuse me, ma'am? Yeah, I'm sorry. I've been waiting in line. The line is behind me. <sighs> See, I just... I think that uh, being an, an old lady or like pregnant ladies get away with everything too because they cut all the time. They piss me off a little bit more sometimes because it's like, yeah, okay, you're pregnant, but that doesn't mean you get to cut in front of everybody. Um, and I know I'm speaking this as a guy who has a has makes kind of a game of it, cutting in front of people at like concerts and stuff like that. And like, is that you? Are you the guy? Yeah, I, I do that. At okay, concerts. I know, I know. Right, I'm being no. hypocritical. All right, so Carl's pointing out. He's like, uh, you know, they might know that their lives are miserable, and you have to wait a few more minutes, but they're stuck in their lives. It's true. Well, that's just kind of sad. Well, yeah, but I mean, they're getting Carl away with just it. really cut to the quick there. So this lady's going all around town, cutting in front of everybody. Well, maybe she just really needs to get her business done so she can hurry up to do what? back to being old. I guess she was buying like you a would s- think that maybe she'd want the time to last a little longer because she's actually out doing something. Well, I don't know. I don't know what her story. I was. mean, wouldn't you think so? Because I, I thought like old people would, you know, like they like to keep themselves busy. Like, you know, there's a laundry list of things you need to do. Like, oh, I need to go to the bank. Like, that, yeah. you know, like inside, like, oh, I must go to the bank. And then I have to go to the grocery store and pick this up. And then I need to stop by here and do mm-hmm. this. You got to do everything. Okay. So that's odd because I would think that maybe she'd like to savor the moment where there's actually something on the list to tick off. Yeah, which is to uh, make me their bitch. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. That's pretty much it. I mean, I am the least intimidating person ever to old ladies. They just do not care. Mm-mm. Not that I want to change. I mean, I don't want to intimidate them. Yeah, why are you saying it, what you're more, over here just, saying that you want to intimidate old people now? No, I'm not saying I want to do that, but it's, it's they have no respect for me. No respect. <gasps> yeah. People are pointing out maybe she was having some sort of in, an internal issue. And maybe she needed to rush because maybe she needed to like, change her depends or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, sir, maybe there was an issue that you were unaware of, and she's just like, maybe it was she wasn't looking at you with anger; she was looking at you with constipation. I don't think that's the that's true in all of the cases that this has happened. Maybe one of them, not all of them. Okay. All right. Well, either way, I got to figure it out. <laughs> um, okay, I know our guest is going to be here in just a little bit. Should we do a little bit of ball talk? Heck yeah! Before he comes in, heck yeah! Again, comedy showcase May twenty first. Buy your tickets now yes. at funemploymentradio.com. I'm Greg Nibbler. <laughs> Let's talk balls. balls. All right, it's a potpourri of balls, smattering, if you will. And first up, we have this. This comes from the Buffalo Bills, and in particular, the Buffalo Jills. So the Buffalo Jills, Buffalo Bills are a football team, NFL, in Buffalo, New York. Their cheerleaders are called the Buffalo Jills. What? What? Get it? Jills. I, I, I get it. Okay. Jill's like a female name, so it's the Buffalo Jills. Mm-hmm. They're not all actually. They're not all actually named Jill, though. Uh, however, 
They are leveling a lawsuit against the Buffalo Bills. And it's in regards to... Uh, they're suing their team. Let's see. Here's what the story says. Suing their team for allegedly flouting state and federal employment laws. And what they're saying is that there's a, all kinds of different things that the Buffalo Bills organization did that violated these laws. But one in particular is this. And I'll just read what it is. In addition to the rules previously cited, defendants also provided the Jills with rules regarding general hygiene and body maintenance. Whenever I hear you say regarding, I just default to you doing it in your Chester voice. Regarding. Regarding general hygiene and body maintenance, (laughs) appearance etiquette, conversation starters. Okay, well, I won't do that. Appearance etiquette, conversation starters for appearances and general etiquette, etiquette for formal dining, and rules for communicating with people with disabilities. Goes on to say... That they also instructed the Buffalo Jills on how much bread to eat at a formal dinner, how to properly eat soup, how much to tip restaurant waiters, wedding etiquette, and how to properly wash intimate areas, and how often to change tampons. This was in their guideline. Excuse me? This was in the guideline that the Buffalo Jills were getting. What do you think about this? Would you be upset if uh, you got a company guideline? Well, I would never be in something called the Buffalo Jills, so well, I'm going to have no. to go think outside of the box, if I will. Well, regardless um, of the Buffalo Jills, they're, they're saying they're not saying it's because they're cheerle- They're just saying that this is wrong. Yeah, that is to, for someone to tell you when to change your tampon. And how to properly wash, quote, intimate areas. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, this is what they're going to be, uh, they, what they are suing the Buffalo Bills for. Wow. So there we go. <laughs> Uh, well, I can see why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on to Baltalk. We'll skip this. We'll we'll go over to uh, across the seas, if you will, and talk about the World Cup. First, we're going to talk about the 2022 World Cup, which is the one where Qatar will be hosting the games. Now, Qatar, of course, in the middle of the desert, is going to be hosting the World Cup middle of the summer at the hottest time of the year <laughs> where temperatures are frequently quite well over 100 degrees and uh, there's there's been a lot of talk about this about how dangerous that is both for athletes and attendants at the games. Uh, Qatar has said they're, they're, everything's going to be fine they're making, uh, making uh, accommodations for all of this kind of stuff they claimed they're going to build 12 new stadiums which was outlined in their bid to host mm-hmm. the World Cup. They have now said uh, did we say 12? No we went 8. So we're gonna, they're only going to build eight stadiums now. Part of that is the re, part of that reason is because their construction, even though it's eight years away till this World Cup, they are having so much pro, so many problems with construction and all kinds of allegations against. Well, despite what your guy said earlier, actual slavery, in that uh, supposedly they brought in all of these foreign workers, and the foreign workers are. Basically working to pay back plane tickets and living expenses, so they're working for free. Oh my god! This is part of the allegations, like Qatar has. Um, but yeah, they're they're saying now they're only going to build eight stadiums for this. The World Cup has come out and adamantly said that they will not do a revote on it. They won't be able to. Um, they're not changing it. The World Cup will happen in Qatar. However, here's just another little example of some of the corruption. So FIFA is the international governing body of soccer, mm-hmm. and uh, the it's largely thought to be pretty corrupt, and here's an example of it. So, 
the executive, the FIFA executive who served on the committee that awarded the 2022 World Cup to Qatar in 2010, it's just been revealed that his nine-year-old or ten-year-old daughter somehow received a payment of three point four million dollars in 2011 oh after God. the bid was awarded to Qatar. Coincidentally, this uh, FIFA executives has a long-time business partnership with a uh, let's see with uh, the president of the Barcelona Football Club. Here's where it gets even more more odd. The president of the Barcelona Football Club in 2010 got Qatar, uh, Qatari, uh, I believe it's the the Qatar Foundation decided to sponsor them for five years for $210 million. So you can see kind of where the corruption goes. Yeah. So Barcelona got this Qatar Foundation to sponsor. Then he told his buddy, okay, give Qatar the World Cup. Qatar gets the World Cup. And then instead of him getting the money, the daughter gets $3.4 million, which obviously what's a 10-year-old doing getting $3.4 million in her bank account. And so it just it spins and spins and spins. It's all corruption. All corruption. That's pretty gnarly. Yeah, uh, Nipples is noting in the chat, uh, FIFA is fucked. I love soccer, but between the corruption and all the people who've died making Qatar stadiums, yeah, a lot of people have died making these stadiums. So uh, Qatar and FIFA and World Cup. Probably more corrupt than most other things that uh, that I've seen. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And you see a lot of corrupt stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of corrupt stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Oh, I, I should have tied this story with the Bills thing, but here's another thing that's going on with the Bills. In addition to the lawsuit uh, from the cheerleaders, back to them, uh, Buffalo Bills have also just lost a lawsuit with a fan who sued them over their texting. So here's what it is. The Buffalo Bills had this opt-in text service where you were supposed to get, like, breaking news from the Buffalo Bills. Wait, Buffalo Bills again? Yeah, we're going back to the Buffalo Bills. I meant to tie this story to the beginning. Yeah. Back to the Buffalo Bills. So this is what I'm saying. They, they lo- they're being sued. They also lost this lawsuit. So they were sued um, by this uh, fan, Jerry Jerry Wojcik, who claimed that the franchise, vi- the franchise violated the agreement of its opt-in texting service. So, supposedly, when you opted into this thing, you know, you get, like, the, uh, you get, like, up-to-date information on the Buffalo Bills, and they promised that you would never receive more than five per week. However, this guy kept track of the texts and realized he got 13 texts over a two-week span. Uh Uh-oh. So, not 10. So, he sued them for $3 million. Three million dollars. This one seems less legitimate than the first problem with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Well, three million dollars. And in fact, he won because the Bills did send 13 text messages, which is more in two weeks, which is more than the five per week they said they would. I wish I had less things to do so I could investigate things that people are doing wrong and then sue for three million dollars. Three million dollars. So what's going to happen is uh, there's 40,000 fans who opted into the service. They're each going to receive, let's see, between... Each can receive receive about sixty five dollars, a couple of varying amounts um, of debit card vouchers, which can be redeemed at the team store or online. And then this guy who sued is going to get five hundred and sixty two thousand dollars for his attorney fees, and then he's going to get five grand for himself. Whoa! So all over the texting service, the thing the thing that kind of sucks about this is that. You know, this was just like some uh, one of their social media interns who was running the uh, texting thing. Oh yeah, and he totally accidentally messed up and sent an extra one, extra three over the two weeks, and like an extra one one week and two the next week or something. Yeah, 
And now they're out $3 million. And I'm sure that guy's out of a job. There we go. Moving on to ball talk. Uh, we'll skip down to this stuff. This has to do with the NBA playoffs. Oh, yeah. And I'm so excited for tonight. Yes, the <sighs> Portland Trailblazers. Portland Trailblazers will be taking on the Houston Rockets tonight. I have to wear the same outfit that I wore on Sunday when I watched the game. It was good luck. Yeah. Are you going to wear the same outfit? No. No. Got to wear the same outfit, no, Greg. No, I won't. I'll wear whatever outfit I want to. Oh, well, then it's going to be your fault. Fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers, of course, up 1-0 on the Houston Rockets in the playoffs. We'll be taking on the, take, playing another game down in Houston tonight. But there's a team that played yesterday that's kind of in a complete implosion, although they did win, and that's the Indiana Pacers. Okay. So the Indiana Pacers uh, are the number one team in the Eastern Conference. They have the best record. However, they've been like consistently plummeting. And nobody's understood why they're losing so bad. And they lost to the Hawks in the first game. So they're the number one seed taking on the number eight team. Not very often that the number eight team wins on a, another team's court. Okay. And so they did They did win the uh, second game. But uh, what's being sp- uh, said right now is it's just come out. That before their game, the Indiana Pacers, two of their players actually got into a fight. With each other? Got into a fight with each other. Like fist fight. So Lance Stevenson and Evan Turner, where they were practicing on the Indiana Pacers' uh, home court, and uh, allegedly during the practice they started beating each other up, and they had to be separated. Uh, one of them was removed from the from the facilities, and uh, then uh, they went out and of course lost that game. That's not very team spirity. Not very team spirity. <laughs> setting yourself up to fail with that one. Not very team spirit. <laughs> So uh, that is uh, that's what's going on there with the Indiana Pacers not doing so well. Mm. All right, I've just got a couple more things, and I know I know our guest is in here, so I'll be uh, I'll do this quick. But I haven't been able to do these for a couple of days. I did want to play just oh god, just a cup. I have two things of audio, and one of them has to do with the Brooklyn Toronto matchup. So Brooklyn and Toronto are playing each other, and this happened on uh, I believe Sunday or Saturday, whatever Toronto and Brooklyn played first. And, and the Raptors general manager, Masai Ujiri is his name, came outside of the uh, stadium in Toronto, and they had a whole crowd there, to try to pump up the crowd about the game. And I just want to play the audio of what the general manager said. What did he say? He just screamed, fuck Brooklyn. Wow. The GM. Of the Toronto Raptors. Yelled out, fuck Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, wow. now, Brooklyn went out and won that game. But <laughs> nonetheless, you know, it's, it's irresponsible. It's, it's kind of cool at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, he got fined. And he got, he got in some trouble for that. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, he's fired up. He's there with the home crowd. Eh. Yeah. Eh. I don't see anything too wrong with it. <laughs> um, all right. And finally in ball talk, I do have this. I have to play this. Okay. You have to? Is it a good one? It's the only thing good that I can think of at all about the Houston Rockets right now, but it has to do with a song that happened when Jeremy Lin, of course, Lin Sanity. <gasps> this is my favorite song. Jeremy Lin of Lin Sanity a couple of years ago. That was the whole thing when he went crazy. Uh, ended up going to Houston from New York at the same time as James Harden. James Harden famous for his beard. And this is a song that was created by one of my favorite internet songwriters, DJ Flula. It's called Beard Sanity. We need to get DJ Flula on the show Absolutely. at some point. Absolutely. Because he's pretty much the greatest thing ever. Hello. Um, I was watching sport tonight, and I did see James Harden is now with the Houston Rockets. 
uh, also uh, Jeremy Lin is there also, so they are now uh, a, a, du a duet, so two. So they need, I think, a new nickname for it. Beard plus Lin Sanity. This is Beard Sanity. So there's a Beard Sanity backcourt. I write a song. Beard plus insanity. Beard plus insanity. Beard plus insanity. What I thought the beard say what? Hello, I am Jeremy Lin. I'm insanity, and I wanna win. Hello, I am James Harden. I got a dope beard. Now I'm in Houston. Kick it. What? 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 There it is. Anyway, <laughs> that's DJ Flula with Beard Sanity. Beard Sanity. I love Beard Sanity. I know you do. I as do DJ I. DJ Flula. DJ Flula is also the guy who is behind the song uh, "Dirk is the German Moses" about Dirk Nowitzki. It's Dirk is the German Moses. Look up Flula on YouTube and you can find all of his videos. They're pretty amazing. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. All right, indeed. Okay, well, I know we need to take a break mm -hmm. and bring in our fantastic guest. Yes, Mr. Todd Armstrong is going to be joining Armstrong. us. Um, before we do that, I do want to say one thing. Mm -hmm. I'm excited because I believe Sarah and I are going to be getting our new phones pretty soon. Yes, we are. Metro PCS. Yes, we are. Uh, Metro PCS, fine sponsor of our show, and um, which means they're awesome. Which we've heard of a lot of people switching over to. I just yeah. bumped into Anton and Deb on the street the uh, other day, the proprietors of Asylum yes. on 37th and Southeast Hawthorne. And Anton actually said that this week they are both going to go and to get out of their contracts and go and get Metro PCS phones. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. Yep. And it's a smart move. Um, because Metro PCS, one of their whole things is it's a flat rate and you don't have to sign a contract so for $40 a month flat rate no extra fees 40 bucks you can have uh, unlimited text data and phone calls mm -hmm. boom done you don't have to sign a contract. You just play month to month. They have uh, all the fantastic phones that have come out. You can transfer over your own phone onto their service. It's it's badass, and it saves a ton of money. Now, can uh, I just basically, that's a third of what my phone bill is. Can I go Brooklyn GM style about Verizon? Okay. Fuck you Verizon. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Dude, should we get some crowd noise? Yeah, like? we need some crowd noise. Yeah. For that. Oh, the okay. crowd noise is everybody who is a so, subscriber to Verizon. All right. you know. I will say this. You know, When yeah. we're at any Metro PCS events, maybe you want to hold off on doing that in the... Oh, yeah, I know, but this is in our special little... In the little room. Yes, in that's our okay. little room, we can say these things. But nobody's come in and asked to see our skivvies. Okay, that's kind of unnerving <laughs> right now. Are you going to go ask Todd Armstrong if he's in his skivvies? No, I've already seen Todd. He's not in his skivvies. Okay. Don't ask Todd that. Well, no, I'm asking you not to ask Okay, him. I'll try to control I, myself. Okay, okay, all right. Metro PCS, metropcs.com <laughs> slash metro. Find a location near you and let them know you heard about them from Fun Employment Radio. Awesome. All right, we'll take a break. Back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey, this is Steve Lemmy. This is Kevin Heffernan. We're from the movie Super Troopers and Beer Fest. And Club Dread and Slam and Salmon. Yeah, and you're listening to Greg the Nibbler and Sarah Dillon. We're nibbling it and we're dilling it. On fun, em fun Employment. You should all listen to Fun Employment. Now. 
and nibble it. Oh, I love those guys. I was just yes. reading yesterday. They have a big article on them, uh, all the Broken Lizard guys in Rolling Stone this month. Really? Mm-hmm. Talking about, like, since it was 420, about, like, the biggest stoner movies, and yeah. they were all, like, recounting, like, you know, scene-by-scene scene, uh, Super Troopers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know where they announced that they were going to do Super Troopers 2? <laughs> where, Greg? Right here in Fun Employment Radio. Oh, my gosh, they sure did. First announcement. So fancy. <laughs> Uh, so fancy. Yes, indeed. You know who else is fancy? Who? Our guest right now. Mr. Todd Armstrong, <laughs> ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Always fancy in a t-shirt. <laughs> who is Can we just say that the phrase has been uttered in the studio today? Drinking booch from the mother. That's right. I am a, I'm a booch addict. Uh, because I think I, when you said that, I didn't know what the hell you were talking about for a second. They're like, oh, yeah, I was going to bring some booch for you. I'm yeah, like, so like, every time I'm on the show, I'm talking about kombucha. I know. I was like, is that weed? Is, so is that, that some sort of like. That's that like a stinky strain. That's the, that's the hip slang for it. Yeah. Is booch. I guess around my home it is. It's a, I drink so much of this shit. They don't say so you actually have like the mold patty? The yeah. mother, Greg. The mother. Yes, the mother. I, uh, the, the scoby or something? Well, you were just about to get it last time yeah. we had you on. So now you actually have your very own. Yes, I drank my very own. Old patty. Yeah, it's, 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 I think it's pretty good. Carbonated even with some uh, ginger and some lemon. Like it's uh, it's pretty crazy. So it, it looks like a giant moldy pancake. It just sits in like. like a jar and just, you just refill it with water. And do you yeah, talk you to it? Refill it with sugar water. With it's almost like uh, like the tea you'd make when you were a kid at the Chinese restaurants, like the oolong tea yeah. with a bunch of sugar in it. If you just dump that in there, the the the. You know, mold patty just lives off that, and the and the excrement. Say it, Todd. Say you. the mother lives off of it. <laughs> the mother feeds from your sugar water, your the succulents, mother. and your sustenance. Well, you next time you come in, you should bring us some booch from the mother. That's right. Next so that we can. I haven't tried it in a long time. I'll bring some in tomorrow. Oh gosh. Okay. Drops okay. off for Greg. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> bottle of booch for the two of you. <laughs> we can split a bottle of booch. Wow. So what's new with you, Todd? <laughs> uh, I just got back from Seattle doing the, my biggest pot weekend ever. It headlined uh, Seattle Underground. Oh, yes. nice. I saw your post about that. That's fantastic. I was pretty stoked. Uh, it was kind of it was kind of surreal. Just. Uh, Headlining a real comedy club and then just pot show and everybody was so mellow. My feature act literally was asleep until eight minutes before the showtime. <gasps> no shit. And we called him. He got too high and then fell asleep on the couch. So <laughs> a classic stoner weekend. Now, can you ever do you perform or have you ever performed or do you always perform comedy stoned? I guess um, I've been stoned since I was a kid, but I, I mean, I always got cannabis in my system. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much always. Like mm-hmm. I don't really. I mean, I do get a little inebriated sometimes, but I never want to be uh, twisted on stage and never get drunk. Yeah, like, it's just sort of fight through your own thought process and mm-hmm. not stammer that yeah. when you're inebriated it makes it a lot worse <laughs> yeah yeah. And I, I would think especially like if the crowd wasn't going the way you wanted it to or something like that to yeah. be able to handle that I, I did uh, stand up on acid once that was pretty oh Jesus how did that go crazy. it was intense it was very <laughs> intense and crazy but it was like one of those bucket list experiences so. <laughs> there you go and you got through it I did they laughed I had a good time <laughs> well and you have permanent comedy coming up so it's not this week or next week it's the week after yes May right. 7th yes that's right so tell, yeah so tell us a little bit about that I don't be good. It'll be. Uh, I think it'll be quite a, an interesting show. We're now a uh, Jim Newsetter, uh, Portland favorite, David Mascaro, really fabulous comic from Chicago, a new edition, and then Susan Rice, like arguably oh, the, nice. oh, yeah. the matriarch of Portland comedy. Oh, she's I mean, great. She, I love her to death. She took me on the road when it first started. I mean, she's got a million and one stories. She's been doing comedy since the early eighties, and that's awesome. nice to pick her brain on stage. And I'm going to give her a little temporary tattoo because she refuses to get one with real needles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to share some stories of uh, our, actually us on the road, and then also just the stuff she's gotten into. So it'll be a really fun cathartic show and a lot, I have a few uh, different guests I can't really discuss right now but okay. uh, a couple cool. of Brid- Bridgetown folks coming in and just doing nice. a few minutes and oh nice yeah because there will be a lot of them in yeah. town and then uh, when, when 
Wednesday, uh, that's the live show, and then Sunday we're doing uh, the studio in shoot with a few other guests. We're going to have four different comics getting tattooed for uh, future episodes as an anchor. So. Nice. Yeah, and we'll have Ooh. Greg doing the announcer. For <gasps> yes, those, uh, yes. For we just found that out. Just, Cartoon Greg is yes. going to be an announcer. Just confirmed. Oh yeah, my God. that is awesome. The voice of permanent comedy. Greg I am Edward. so excited. Oh, Greg, that's, so excited. it's too cool for you. What are you going to do? I know. Well, I can fake it. He's going to have some gifs made of him. <laughs> 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 yeah. What kind of line? Can you give us like a sample line of something that he has Ooh, to say? Because like, um, so maybe you do, maybe oh. he can't do it. No, he could. Just like uh, like uh, the uh, the May Permanent Comedy Showcase will be featuring you know David Mascaro. There you go. Jimmy Newsetter and uh, the Susan May Rose. Permanent Comedy Showcase will be featuring featuring. Wait, oh, you can't even featuring. say featuring. I know. Featuring. Yeah, that's what What's that? Sarah's just trying <laughs> to screw me out here. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want you at any of my auditions. <laughs> Don't it's true. Up. Every time I'm in the room with Greg when he's doing something, he always messes up. No, yeah, you are. You're you're a curse for me. Whenever I'm doing like any voiceover stuff, like here in studio, I'll be like, I have to do one really quick. And I'm not if even Sarah's doing anything. Here, I won't even be looking at him. I won't. No, even, it's just you I'll being just there. Be here. Yeah, I don't know why it is. I don't know what it is. I can get in your head, Greg. Yeah, the fun mojo. That's, mm-hmm. that's what it is. I like to get in there. Yeah. All right, so yeah. try it one more time. No, no, I don't Say want to. Say the no, permanent no. comedy featuring... Susan Rice. Susan Rice. Permanent Rice. comedy featuring Susan Rice. Yeah. It sounds so good. I know. Try to be more like the Saturday Night Live guy. What is this direction now? <laughs> what, what you, <laughs> try to emote more. <laughs> Susan you're Rice. Not, you're not really feeling it enough. <laughs> I don't really Imagine feel like you're trapped in a coffin and you're trying to yell. <laughs> <laughs> Susan Rice. Susan Rice. <laughs> so that will be happening on May 7th. Yes. Wednesday, uh, May 7th. That's right. Great show. 8 p.m. Come on down and see it. Come on down. Unemployment folks, come in for free. Just email me. Email these folks. Hot awesome. damn. Just, just make a Greg voice and we'll get you in. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what's a Greg voice? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I want to hear. Yeah, I'm afraid of what people will do for that one. A nib noise. <laughs> a nib noise. Well, and uh, all the past episodes are at permanentcomedy.com, yes. too. We'll so, be releasing one of those a month uh, for the rest of the year, actually. Uh, starting May 1st, we'll be doing one a month. Awesome. So that's when the first one's being released. Yes. We have uh, we have uh, three in the can, and we're uh, we'll be doing oh. uh, four more uh, uh, on the 11th, actually. So we'll be doing quite busy. Three? In, you sound so professional. I'm trying to learn. You are. Because I, I don't get along well with other actors, so I figured I should do my own acting. <laughs> <laughs> you? I can't ever picture I just, that. I'm so nervous. Like, it's, I can't, like, I respect the hell out of you, but I, my stammer comes up every audition. Oh, I, I couldn't do it. We were at the same audition for something, too. Um, yeah. Portlandia? Yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah. What, is that so. the one that I ended up in? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we auditioned for the, the tut, tut guy or whatever. Yeah, right? both Todd and I auditioned for the, yeah, those, the role of the dudes talking to Fred Armisen. Oh, yes. The, uh, yes. Oh. What's funny is that the guy that they cast as that looked exactly like you. Because really? I was there because I was in that scene and he looked like you but taller. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He was totally you. He had blue eyes, brown hair, same physique, but he was probably like about uh, six inches taller than See, you. See, I would think the short would work because Fred Armisen's really short, right? Fred Armisen's super short. Yeah. He's, I think he's even shorter than you. Wow. Yeah. That's saying a lot. He was teeny tiny. Yeah. He was petite to mm-hmm. everyone met him. He was quite petite. Carrie Brownstein was like the smallest woman besides Sarah Jessica Parker I've ever seen with my human eyes That's in person. Sarah was, Jessica Parker is smaller? Sarah Jessica Parker is the t- it's this tiniest person I've ever seen in my life. Her waist was about that big. She was wearing well, basically. How big is that? Uh, she was basically basically wearing about a, 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 <laughs> the size of like a normal person's neck was basically. Wow. Her waist. It looked like she was wearing a bracelet for a belt. Ugh. She was so small. I've never seen a person that small before, and just all elegant and super teeny tiny and just. Ugh. 
You know that hulking Matthew Broderick around you have to look at <laughs> Beastly He's man. so intimidating. Like the Dolph Lundgren of 80s actors. Beastly Matthew Broderick. First time that has ever been said ever. <laughs> he makes her say it all the time. <laughs> You're such a big stud muffin. Stop it. <laughs> Tell me how you used to kill people. <laughs> um, well, I did Tree save my... You've never been in here for my world of crazy, have you? Mm-hmm. I've this only listened. Collect, I've already partaked. This is where I collect my stories from all around the world. A couple of them actually, or one of them is from Portland, Oregon today. Oregon. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's an update. Is that your New Jersey voice or your It's Staten an update. Island? That's my Staten Island voice from my friend Dana, who always goes, Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> Come on, Sarah. Hello, my friends. <laughs> My name is, name is Jeremy, and that's my favorite one to hear when I'm on these Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. It's Jeremy. Like, Jeremy. It's like Jeremy. <laughs> or Jeremy. 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 Like all different. <laughs> oh, I had some friends from Philadelphia for a, for a while that they would drive me insane just saying water. Yeah. It's water. 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 water ice. Yeah. What are you having? You having a snow cone? No, that's wood ice. Yeah, it's wood ice. Wood ice. Wood ice. Yeah, it's like a, like these Italian ices that are oh. like almost like gelatos, but they're frozen solid. They're wood ices. Wood oh, that ice. sounds kind of glass of water. Yeah, they're wood. 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 Okay, well, hello, my <laughs> friends. All right, there we go. That was that. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Eric Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Greg, crazy. Thank you. First up, out of Portland, Oregon. So we all know about this ridiculous thing where they are going to be draining the reservoir (laughs) of 38 million gallons of water because a teenager apparently allegedly urinated on Mount Tabor into said reservoir. But now the Oregon teen is coming out denying that he in fact peed in the water. He is saying that he did not urinate in the water. In fact, he only peed on the side of a wall next to the reservoir. Oh, So this is what he's saying. Isn't there a video of this? There's a video of him peeing, but... The, it doesn't. He, he's not saying the trickle made it in. He's okay, saying that right. it was against the wall, but it wasn't through the bar. Yeah, so, okay. this uh, well-spoken young man, his name is Dallas Swanger, <laughs> said he he peed on the wall, but not into it. So, uh, this is what he said to the publication. He's 18 years old. He said, "Everybody thinks it's funny and a joke, and I'm going to be on the news. It's no fucking joke, dude. I don't want people <laughs> thinking that Dallas is a dumbass because he pissed in the fucking water, in our drinking water. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. I mean, wouldn't you be pissed about that?" This is his actual quote? That was his actual verbatim <laughs> quote. Except for, you know, like the fuckings were bleeped That's out. That's Senator Dallas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like how he's referring to himself in the third person, too. I don't want people thinking that Dallas is the dumbass because he pissed in the fucking water. <laughs> Well, Water Bureau Administrator David Schaff uh, told, a- told the AP that they would flush all 38 million gallons of water following the incident. Uh, the decision to drain the reservoir, however, baffled the teenager because he says, again, that he did not pee in it. The well-spoken swanger again continued, like, how can they do that? Like, how can they be like, yeah, we're going to flush all that water? Dude, I've seen dead birds in there. During the summer, I've seen hella dead animals in there, like dead squirrels and shit. I mean, <laughs> really, dude? Who was this interview with? <laughs> It was with a uh, vocative. He was on Skype with his buddy. He's got to take the transcript. <laughs> Security footage indeed shows the teenagers loitering around and hopping a fence. Uh, the video shows that he is urinating near, near the reservoir. However, it's kind of hard to speculate whether or not he was in the reservoir. Swanger says about that, I didn't piss in the fucking water. <laughs> Swanger and his friends were cited for trespassing. And he was cited for public urination. I kind of want to interview Dallas Swanger now. Oh, I want to interview him. I found him on Facebook. I just immediately looked it up. Okay. He works at McDonald's. Friend request sent. 
I know. I didn't want to. I'm like, that's too creepy. Dad, I'm I've 33. Seen you on TV. Hi, I'm I almost about twice your, your age. <laughs> I heard about water and I want to Facebook you. <laughs> Isn't there something illegal about me friend requesting an 18 year old? No. Yeah, no. It's 18. That's right. Oh. You go for it. I'm just going to go if for it. The for the pool, show, playing, Sarah. You know? It's all for the show. Okay. we got to get that interview. <laughs> I'm amazed by it though. Like I, ever since I was a kid, like there's always been dead things floating in there, and it's yeah. just the mental. Like no, it's the people would be outraged. You drink pee all the time. Yeah, oh, yeah. all the time. Stop. Water is basically re- recycled urine. It is. Yeah. I mean, like I love that old Carl Sagan thing. They're like, oh, you know, blah blah blah. There's a chance that you know, water you're drinking today, there's you know, mathematically possible that it passed through a dinosaur. Yeah. Like yeah. There's one molecule in a glass of water. It's mm. like, having a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, weird. I remember when. Do you remember this? Like years ago, when they found a a body in one of the reservoirs, yeah. and we were and they Bull didn't run. find it. For, it was in Bull Run. Yeah, and it's they didn't find one. it for days, and we were all just bathing and drinking dead person for days mm-hmm. on end. I don't even think they drained it then. No, I mean it's so diluted. There's nothing no. that's going to be coming through to you. Plus, you put so much chlorine in there. I mean, chlorine it, it kills free radicals. It makes it so the environment's not conducive to, for anything to live in it. That's why. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, and as the succinct. Dallas Swanger said he <laughs> sees during the summertime he's seen he's seen hella, hella dead animals in there <laughs> like dead squirrels and shit <laughs> I love this town so from 18 year old to 18 year old let's see this guy is in uh, North Lauderdale Where's that, Florida? Florida, yes, Florida Aaron Morris, 15 year old Florida man is sitting in jail due to the fact that he had poor impulse control, specifically he is accused of groping a woman's buttocks outside of a dressing room at what store? Walmart? At Walmart in North Lauderdale. He was arrested shortly after the incident. So this is what made me laugh. During the questioning by law enforcement, Aaron Morris uh, did say to police that he did grab the victim's rear end and did provide an explanation of sorts for his behavior, according to the sheriff's report. His direct quote to the sheriff about why he grabbed her butt outside of the Walmart dressing room was, Her booty looked so good, (laughs) I just couldn't resist touching it. That was what he said to the cops. Well, it's kind of her fault then, I guess. In this. It, it was just yeah. looking too good. Yeah. If people touch my butt, they get a slap. I have an instant reaction when oh, someone I've touches Oh, I've seen you my... punch someone. Yeah. yeah. I don't get that. Mm-mm. I don't get that. I, I'm, I'm a dude. Like, I <laughs> love butts more than 99.9% of other people, but I don't touch them. No. Like, like, that's just a social Unless pack. you're allowed oh, yeah. to. No, yeah. Well, yeah. If there's an invitation, yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm from Portland. I, I, I get yelled at how passive aggressive I am with women. Like that's how I was raised. <laughs> just, just fuck me, Portland boy. I've heard once in my life. You like, <laughs> someone said just like, fuck me, Portland boy. I was like you're not getting it, and I left. I was like that was <laughs> too aggressive for me. Like, <laughs> that's just scary. Like, no. I'm not, not going to reach out and grab an ass. I don't get no. Just, and you shouldn't. And I'm glad that you don't. It is never. It's never cute. Mm-mm. I never find it charming. I've never turned around and be like, oh, wow, let's go on a date. Like, no, I want to punch you in the face. I think people in the live chat might be taking this as a challenge. I'm just warning you right now. No, I'm sure, yeah. Oh, good luck to you. I, just, I don't <laughs> get how people think that works. Like, I, I was, I've been no. reading this stuff. Like, I being new to being single again, I, geez, it's easy to be a guy if you have even an ounce of tact. Mm-hmm. Because everyone, Jesus, <laughs> like, everyone thinks it's like porno conversation. Like, yeah, just like, I'm going to grab your butt. You like that, right? Yeah. It's like, I saw that in a video. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> you like that. Have feelings, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, from one end of the age spectrum to the other, this is an 83-year-old man. Butt grab. <laughs> <laughs> See, he could probably get away with it. Yeah. 
This man was I'm only. Lost. <laughs> I was confused. This man's only in trouble for grabbing himself. Oh. An 83 year old man has been arrested for lewd activity after he was caught furiously masturbating on a boat ramp. Furiously. Furiously. I always just like that, to put furiously in front of masturbating gotta, because it makes me happy. I gotta say it, 83. Still, uh, still, still going. going to still town. ticking. All right. James T. Wilkin was arrested and charged with uh, engaging in a lewd activity during an undercover sting. So apparently he'd been doing this quite a bit. Oh, wow. uh, led by detectives at uh, the Imperial Boat. Boat ramp. So he in this, I guess, this boat ramp was he his does place. Not to go amongst commoners <laughs> when he masturbates. <laughs> so detectives were working undercover and parked at the boat ramp Operation parking lot. <laughs> 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 the, the Operation porthole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that one's good. <laughs> uh, detectives who were working undercover were parked at the boat ramp parking lot adjacent to Wilkin's car. So they said the undercover cops apparently waved at Wilkin, who was standing on the boat ramp, and Wilkin acknowledged them by nodding his head. Then, according to the detective, Wilkin then unzipped his pants, whipped out his penis, and began to furiously masturbate. The de- detective then approached Wilkin and told him to stop masturbating. The detective said that during the time Wilkin continued to masturbate, oh. began to drool, and asked the detective to suck it. <laughs> that is a spry wow. 83-year-old. I kind of got to respect that a little bit. What's, it, what's this guy's name? His name is T. James T. Wilkin. <laughs> James T. Wilkin. T. My name's James. Suck it. T. Wilkin. <laughs> Is this just like, is it like a, a shotgun approach to interactions? <laughs> like, if I do this 1,200 times, someone's going to suck it. Is that all it is? Statistically. I'm in a public place. More people see this statistically. Yeah. 20 people are seeing this. I'm just cutting down like one twenty. <laughs> one person might actually fall for that. Yeah. Did you find a picture of him? Uh, I, I did. Let me get a picture. How does he look? Does he... Does he look like a, an imperial boat masturbator? I know. Yes, I was going to say, what do I expect him to he look does. like? Let me find an image I can use. Here. I don't even... I like the drooling. I swear to God, if he's not wearing an ascot, I'm going to lose that. Because <laughs> if you don't masturbate in public in an imperial boat with an ascot, you have issues. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Where's your captain's hat? You're a fucking... Oh, I think he's exactly opposite of what you would expect on <laughs> Well, I'm trying he to get it look like the, in there. The ascot wearing yeah. type. Damn, I'm yeah. disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> like they'd be like snort meth off my balls. He <laughs> 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 has more of that look about it. He does look Florida. I forgot that was my he own does, fault. He does yep. very much look Florida. In my mind, I pictured this happening more like South Carolina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more like the cla- it would have been classier masturbation. Yeah, there. Different sail- sailboats in the distance instead of like trawlers. You know, like <laughs> different type. It's, more, it's a classy public <laughs> masturbation <laughs> there. <laughs> it was a public boat launch. I don't go there. I go to private boat launch. Genteel. That's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> my need for the ascot. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one more story, and this has to do with a lovely young lady in Tennessee. Here we go. Cops say a Tennessee teen who got arrested for driving with a, with a suspended license this past Monday had a surprise in store for the police. Well, after she was arrested for driving with said suspended license and taken into jail, a female corrections officer at the Kingsport Jail performed... A body search Uh-oh. on the 19-year-old girl. Her name is Dallas Archer. Wow. <laughs> common theme in here. Do not yeah. name your children a specific name. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that. Dallas to Dallas. <laughs> Start and end with it. Uh, 19-year-old Dallas Archer, lady. The female corrections officer allegedly discovered an unknown object lodged inside of the woman's vagina. She alerted another female officer who accompanied her to do a further examination. The officers... Uncovered a loaded five shot four inch twenty two caliber mini revolver revolver concealed all the way into Dallas Archer's vagina. It turns out 
that the gun was actually stolen last year after somebody's car was ransacked in an auto burglary. Uh, this man's name was John Souther. So Souther, who was a retired car salesman, is very excited to get his gun back. However, he said that he's going to give his little fellow a bath in bleach before he tries <laughs> to use it again. Archer has been t- charged with gun possession and introducing contraband into the penal facility and was later released on a $6,000 bond. However, this isn't the first time people have been caught with guns concealed in their nether regions. Of course, last year, an Oklahoma woman was arrested with a loaded five-shot revolver sticking out of her vagina. Also, in that case, she also had two methamphetamine baggies hidden in her buttocks. <gasps> wow. Are these big girls, deep girls, no. tiny guns? What is, what is, what's going maybe on? There's, maybe they're scooped out on the inside or something, oh, but see. they're not like big. Scooped out on the inside? I don't know. They're just like... Got a deep, deep cavity if you... <laughs> there has to be a lot going on in there if you can shove an entire gun into yeah. your vagina. I would think you have to work up to that. Like start off you. a little bit smaller, like, like the super tampon versus the light tampon. It's right, like there's she's working up to a shotgun someday. Like she's gonna really get some <laughs> shit done. After she's gonna really work on that. It's gonna be like the world's worst, like Tarantino Rodriguez collab movie. Oh God, she just pull it out of her pussy. <laughs> From must till dawn, something like that. Oh, <laughs> I'm just. Wor- you I'm should just, be a comedian. Just, that was I good. Should I should. I should grab a microphone someday. From must till dawn. <laughs> See, the autism lets me write jokes fast. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so there you have it. Kid didn't pee in the reservoir. Suck it. <laughs> and don't There's use your vagina. Shit, don't worry about <laughs> it. Suck it. <laughs> and don't use your vagina as a purse. <laughs> it's your world of crazy. As we focus on bacteria, won't get you in. <laughs> what did the officer do Like after he said that and he wouldn't stop? Like, Do you have to like physically stop him? I'm sure they probably have to handcuff him. Or you wait till he's finished, and then don't. Wouldn't they like? Take, I don't know. I've never. I definitely get behind him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would take him down from the back. Just wait till he tires himself out. I mean, eventually he'd have to stop. Hell You'd think. Now swarm. I know he's 83, 83 years old and still not stopping. Yeah, because he was feverishly masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> feverishly, that's another one I'll put. I'll yeah, incorporate too. Sweating on top of a fan. That's why I pictured like where you do. Oh, yeah, I'm getting so hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna alternate feverishly and furiously. Yeah, okay, it's, yeah. a, it's a feverishly boat duck. It's hot out. It's humid. yeah, yeah. It's very fancy. The he, he's into getting caught. Obviously, he so really sweating. wants to. I bet he's wearing linen pants too. He's probably totally wearing linen pants. Probably, yeah. I just can't believe he got so cocky like, and started drooling. He proceeded to drool and then asked the officer to, quote unquote, fillet it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a saucy old minx. <laughs> ah, damn right. Oh, Grandpa. Oh, wow. I'm seeing puns about the vagina gun. Uh, Carl in the chat says, I'd like to nuzzle her muzzle. Ooh. Yeah. Ew. You know, I'm not shooting blanks. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, bean. My favorite part is that my uh, my buddy just had a baby. Like my, I love him to death. Guy I go to Costa Rica with my surfing friend. Like my water, I love him to death. He just named his boy Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> Dallas. After, oh. after his grandfather. But he was. Uh, I was like, oh no, hearing all these stories, I'm going to go and tell Potter about Dallas now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and he loves boat launches, so I just. I'm, oh no. Sorry. <laughs> He's doomed. Kind of concerned for Mr. Potter. <laughs> Keep a close eye on him. <laughs> well, Todd, everyone can find out everything about you always at permanentcomedy.com, yep. correct? Uh, or Arm Todd Strong. For, Arm uh, Todd for Strong. The joke stuff if you want to hear some jokes. <laughs> Arm Todd Strong on uh, Twitter at Arm yeah. Todd Strong. And Twitter, on, on the internet, on the website. On the websites. Mm-hmm. All those thingies. All the yep. cyberspaces. Yes, I try to be professional as I can. You are quite the professional. I try. I do we my love emails. having you in. I did all my emails today and came in. Oh, my Ooh. gosh. 
even registered to vote today. I'm a grown up. Oh wow. wow. I was at the DMV at 9.05 today. Yeah, you got a lot Shut done. That's up. a lot of grown up stuff. I already wow. took my mom's boat test for her because she can't do it. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Somebody legally distinct. Allegedly. <laughs> it's Washington. <laughs> It'll be fine. Who cares? She's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Send us an email Funemploymentradio at gmail.com My face hurts Give us a call 503-575-9120 Coming up later today On the Fun Employment Radio Network At approximately 5pm-ish Will be the Carl Show Starring Jason mm-hmm. Always a fantastic show Definitely check that out uh, This evening We'll be right here On Fun Employment Radio And that will be followed By Geek in the City Yes it will be yeah. Geek in the City Carl Show starring Jason Yes and you can find out All about Todd Armstrong at permanentcomedy.com. Yes, please. Also at your website, uh, Arm Todd Strong. Perfect. Yes. Yay. On the twits, on the Facebooks, on everything. On the All twits. Oh, the I'm going to start using that. You're just stealing everything from Todd. Yeah. I am. We we'll hang out more. We'll drink more. All right. We'll cook more. Summertime. All right. Sounds Feverishly good. We can drink. Twit. Can we drink booch we'll from the mother? We booch and we will <laughs> do barbecue. <laughs> we barf. We'll oh, so booching out right now. Barbecue and booch. We'll do it. Feverishly. <laughs> <laughs> BB booching. We'll do it. We be booching, yo. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Permanentcomedy.com. We'll talk to you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Mind's fight. Try rock.